0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Does this gospel sound familiar? One week ago today, we prayed it in the church, and we talked about being chosen, and we talked about the different ideas around being chosen, and I shared with you that we aren't the choosers, we don't choose, we didn't choose to put ourselves into life, I didn't really choose to become a priest, I was chosen. I was chosen by Jesus to become a priest. You're chosen to be here today. You're chosen to be alive. And Jesus has chosen each and every one of you for an incredible, incredible uh, life uh, and fulfillment in God. So we're all chosen by Christ, and that's what's so special. And why do we come to church? We come to church to remember that. I love this gospel. It's the gospel that I I hate to say this, but I chose for my ordination when I became a priest no greater love no greater love what does that look like when we read the scriptures we always think well what does that look like in my life and not just out there in the world or you know abstract but how does it look for me personally what does that mean when Jesus says there's no greater love in his choosing us So when I was thinking about this this morning and yesterday, I came to a story that I had growing up. So you know I'm the youngest of eight boys, and my next older brother, Mike, is about two years older than me, just a little bit less than two years older than me. Well, we grew up in the country, so we had, I was in the country in Oregon, so we had rivers and hills and mountains and green, and we went hunting, and we went fishing, and there were a lot of farming community. So there was corn and grass seed and mint and lettuce and onions, and it was, it was a beautiful growing up. But we liked to be outside a lot, even in the rain. Rain didn't stop us from being outside or coming to church. It didn't do that. So we would be outside, and one time my brother, Mike, was very adventuresome, he likes to take risks and be outdoors and he was with his friends and they were out in the country and I don't recommend this okay but they were riding on a motorcycle and they had shotguns and M80s and fishing poles and all, all these things they were riding this motorcycle and Milo was in front of them on a dune buggy and Milo pulled out in front of my brother Mike and his friend Tim and they ran into the dune buggy and Mike went flying. They said, the doctors probably said, they determined probably 40 or 50 feet in the air. And so they weren't wearing helmets, so I don't recommend that. I don't recommend carrying your shotguns and your fishing poles and your M80s on a motorcycle at all. But he went flying 40 to 53 through the air and then he hit the ground, he fractured his skull so his skull was broken and he was in a ditch basically tim did much better in the accident tim came upon my brother mike they're in high school and mike had his eyes open but he was unconscious and he had blood coming out of his ear and his nose with a broken skull unconscious so they got the ambulance out there they took him to the hospital in state in oregon our friend Tim, who was with Mike, calls to Mom and Dad and says, y- "You need to get down the hospital. Mike's been hurt." Hung up the phone. Can you imagine what Mom and Dad were going through? No idea if he was dead or alive. So they got down there and uh, they were got the backstory of what happened to Mike. And just to let you know, Mike's okay and he's alive today. He's a little bit, you know, off, but you know. He knows that because of cracking his skull. But they came down to the hospital and I wasn't there, but some other brothers were there with dad around the hospital bed looking upon his son. Not knowing if his son was gonna live or die. And dad made the comment to my brothers, he said, If there was anything I could do to take his place I would and that's what it looks like when Jesus says there's no greater love than this to lay down your life for your friends so Jesus says that what my dad was saying with that he would say I would do anything to take his place And I know that that was true, that was his son. He would give his life for his son Mike so Mike could live and my dad would die. And that's what our faith is all about is that Jesus has given his life for you and for me so that we could live with him today and forever. And that's what the church is about. great big wonderful beautiful picture of God's love and it's so big so our challenge today that I want to give all of us is that we can know that in our hearts we can know that it's just not words it's not in this Bible that was written thousands of years ago but that we can know Jesus in our hearts speaking to us saying to us I have taken your place and I've died for you so that you can live. You can live in my love and you can live in my life today and for always. I think the biggest question that some of us going to school, but we're all still learners, we're always learning and always growing, is to ask the question to Jesus. Maybe to spend time in church or adoration or prayer in the Bible. And to ask Jesus, is it really true? You died for me? You have this great love for me? Is that the greatest love? Are you the greatest... So being just able to go directly to Jesus, and you can do that through the power of the Holy Spirit anytime, anywhere. I've heard so many stories about people experiencing Jesus on airplanes, in mountains, in restaurants, walking on the street, in the grocery store, in church, outside of church, everywhere. He always wants to show us that. That he's the greatest love. And that he's died so that we can have his life and have his great life and so just encourage you to be able to talk to him directly and it's not like jesus died for it's out there in abstract but it's you and if it was only you he still would have died for you and just ask him i think especially younger ones fifth grade and all who are hearing this That's the most important question we need to get answered is, did you die for me? Do you love me? And I'll tell you this, and this is the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. 2000 years ago on the cross, he saw you and he sees you right now. He sees you today from 2000 years ago. And he wants to say, yes, I did it for you. I know you, I love you, I forgive you. And I want you to have the greatest love, the only love, my love in your heart this day and forever. And if you ask, you shall receive. If you seek this answer, you shall find. If you knock on the door, the door will be open to you. And guess who will be on the other side? Jesus, smiling at you. And he will say, I love you, I love you. And that's what our faith is all about. And for this, I pray, for you, for me, for us, forever, amen? This is the good news. No greater love than this, Jesus, than you would lay down your life for me, for us, forever.